0: Welcome to the Bookworthy Podcast. I'm children's author Valerie Fentress, and we are here to talk about kidlet that's good for your kids' hearts and souls. Kidlet ranges from ages birth to teens, so there's a lot of shelf space to cover. Today, we're talking with Sonia Amin, the author of Love Flows On, The Beauty of Encouraging Others, which is the second in Sonia's social-emotional learning series. I had the pleasure of interviewing her back in 2002 about her debut book Backs in His Bubbles on my Instagram interview series, and I am thrilled to have her here. Welcome to Bookworthy, Sonia.
1: Thank you so much. Hi, Valerie. <laughs> so good to be here. I'm excited to join you on Bookworthy. I think this is wonderful that you are just offering this space for families, for parents. Uh, I think it's so valuable because me as a parent, I, I feel that I'm always looking to see what books you share. So I'm I'm honored that I get to be a part of this. Thank you. Hmm.
0: You're welcome. I'm so happy to have you. I love the book, I love Baxinus Bubbles and I love Nora's story that we're going to talk about here today. And I'm so thankful for just the effort that you've gone into to communicate the importance of social emotional learning. But before we get into those details, today is Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day.
1: Happy Valentine's Day.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Well, what has been your most memorable Valentine's Day? event or celebration?
1: So I have to say, I wasn't probably a huge (laughs) Valentine's Day um, individual priority kids, but since kids, we do have a tradition. Um, So from February 1st on, we, I basically cut out hearts and on the hearts, I just write some just encouraging words um, about each of them and I'll put them um, either, it used to be on each of their doors. Now we have it in the kitchen so that they can see it all day long. It's kind of more visible for them. So, um, and that I love getting to do that. They love getting to see the new hearts that pop up each day. And so, um, yeah, that's what I kind of, I really enjoy doing, um, with my kids. Yeah.
0: That's fun. I do something similar in our home too. It's kind of from February 1st to the 14th, we, right. Words of encouragement on hearts and put them on, I think their door. So that it goes on their door. So that's fun that we do a similar little tradition. (laughs) You must be a words of encouragement person.
1: I very much am, which we'll talk like a very personal story.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ah, well, we are similar in that for sure. Now, in your book, Love Flows On, you give a recipe for brownies. Now, will you be cooking Nora's brownies tonight for Valentine's Day?
1: Um pretty sure we are. We usually bat- bake brownies, not only for ourselves. My kids are always asking for them, um, but we also bake them for, um, we have like the fire station right nearby. We have the police station right nearby. So we'll, we'll drop off um, brownies for them as well. So, yeah.
0: So fun. Now tell us a little bit about the main character, Nora, and what her main struggle is in your book.
1: So with, Nora, I she struggles, which I think some of us can relate, with having just the perfect way or um, words to be able to express her. It, sometimes it's gratitude. Sometimes it's just that feeling of love, right? And so, um, like I kind of mentioned, it's a very personal story because I myself sometimes think, gosh, I just want, you know, it's to be the, the perfect gesture. Um, and- what we realize, or what um, my hope is, that as kids read the story, is that it doesn't have to be something grand. It doesn't have to be something costly. It doesn't have. It can be something simple as um, a written note, which I, I believe like is just a lost art these days. And so it can just be a thinking of you. It can be a thank you. Um, and then for kids that are much younger who aren't really able to write full sentences or really letters or notes at this point, I encourage children to even draw a picture, right? Just drawing a picture and giving that as a gift or, oh, I was thinking of you. So, you know, I drew this rainbow or I drew this um, heart or whatever it is and, and give it because I remember my son giving that to me, um, even as so... As a preschooler and just filling my heart, he, he would write me actually very simple notes and leave them on my nightstand. Uh, he couldn't obviously write sentences at all, but he could write some of his letters, so he knew how to write the letter "I he had a, a funny way to write a heart and he knew how to write the letter "U and he would leave "I love you notes for me on my door next to my bed um, and so and that just fills our hearts right and so even as chill, as young as they are, they have the ability to impact and encourage others, even adults.
0: Oh, so sweet. And what is it? His wife one day will get the benefit of that love. And <laughs> <laughs> one day it's like, wow, he's really set up really well. <laughs> so fun. Now, um, was it? I love that you think about uh, pictures and that it doesn't have to be grand and You know, big or expensive, but sometimes it's just a simple smile, a simple hug. You talked about um, drawing pictures. We we go to our pediatrician, my uh, youngest, who was, I think, three or four at the time, took a picture and gave it to our pediatrician. And she, to this day, five, six years later, still talks about this picture that he gave her. And it's just so sweet.
1: (laughs) That is so sweet. I love that. I love that
0: it's fun to see that kids naturally want to encourage and to do things and they'll find a way to do it in their own way. Right.
1: Yes. Yes. And I think, and that's what God has called us to do. Right. I think he's called us to not one love him, right. Love God and love others. And that's also just part of the inspiration of the book is yeah. um, it's actually many scriptures, but um, from second Corinthians, Uh, Chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. It talks about how we, our lives, are a letter to those around us, right? A letter written not with ink, but written by the Spirit of God. And so that's how people will see the love of Jesus. That's how they will um, perceive Christians and how they see Christ is the way we love. And so it's not with ink, it's with the Spirit of the living God. And so that's the Holy Spirit that is. Really, flowing in and through us, and so that's also why, in the book, I don't, you may see that I use water imagery, and so that's really the Holy Spirit that's moving um to share that that love.
0: I love the water imagery that you use, and my kids really enjoyed Be like she's at the pool now, oh, she's at a water park. they care like what where is she going to be uh, you know in the next um page, and they would look forward to finding out how water was going to play into it. And I think it what is it um uh, what our words flow from the overflow of our heart, kind of that wellspring of life within us, And then that kind of reminded me a lot of that verse also. It's just uh, yes. from what we intake is what we give out also. And so that was
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there is a point in the story where um she sees her elderly neighbor. Um, just having a difficult time, um, sitting on her porch, and it it just hits her that hey, I can I can go and grab and write a simple note. She also had some leftover brownies that she decided to to give as well. And so, and that scene is actually um, a scene that not, is not just a scene, but it's something that we have done and do for our neighbor. It's literally uh, we had a next door neighbor. She she doesn't um, live next door at the, at this time, she's actually in a nursing home, but we still talk to her and, um, and we are still trying to just share the love of Jesus with her. Um, and this is how we've done it. And she, lo- she looks forward now to our brownies and, 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 um, but it, she has said like, it's such an encouragement. And so, um, kind of taking that, um, experience that me and my kids have had and then um, putting that into the book and and realizing because even my children have seen hey wow you know just look at the difference you know um a, a little note look at the difference of just some brownies can make it can really bring um just joy to someone's heart and a smile to their face right who doesn't love chocolate right
0: <laughs> <laughs> i have found a few people that don't and i they confuse me greatly <laughs> <laughs> So fun. I love that um Nora really kind of struggles with the desire to do things perfectly. And then when she truly sees her neighbor struggling, she's like, it comes so naturally. The spirit moves in her and she's like, not hindered in any way to step out and to offer those brownies, which she probably wanted to eat herself. But you know, it's kind of one of those. I yeah. love that it was just Automatic. It was not nothing she really thought about. It was just natural for her to go and s- step into those roles to encourage her neighbor. And I love that that's an actual personal experience for your family too. That's kind of a fun nugget in the book. Yeah. Now both uh both this book, Love Flows On, and your first book, Bax and His Bubbles, deal with social emotional learning a lot. Why do you feel these concepts are so important for children in children's literature?
1: So I think this is huge in that, you know, I when we were young, I don't think these things were really talked about. I don't think we were just aware of how important social-emotional learning was and how it impacted our day-to-day life. Um, so I think now that it's, at least we are bringing more light to it between the mental health awareness and just um, how emotions and our thoughts and all those different things play into how we live life. One, as an individual, right, as children, being able to um, grasp kind of those large concepts, I think um, it's not easy. And so being able to put it into a picture book form makes it so that they can, they don't even realize they're learning, right? I think they are they don't realize that, oh, this is kind of like this, kind of big concept, but they're able to take it and apply it to themselves, whether it's in vaccine as bubbles, where they're stopping to think of their thoughts as bubbles, right? And um, or even this, where they can say, see, you know what, I'm not too young to make a, a difference. I'm not too young to to make a positive impact on those around me. Um so so whether um it's so really I think going back to Social emotional learning is something that I think we all can <laughs> learn from, whether it's a, a child or adult, but being able to put it into a picture book form and giving uh, a space so that this is really I, what my hope is that it's a springboard for conversations for parents, for teachers, so that they can take the book, read it with their children, and then have a conversation. So, and that's why I include in both of the books discussion questions because I think it's so important that we don't just read the book and you know oh that's a nice story Uh, but some of these books such as my books there is a a learning point right I I mean I love silly books and I love to just sit and laugh with my kids but we need those books as well but in in these books I make sure to include discussion questions because I want to help um, parents and teachers and therapists and educators to just have um, at least some questions to start with. Obviously, every child uh, and every person is going to, you know, take take it and uh, run with it and how they can apply it to their um, situation. But, uh, yes, so that's where.
0: I love that in the, with those discussion questions, you also give some ideas of, like, writing notes on, on Post-it notes and putting them around, and you really kind of give them some um, – yeah, trying to think of the word prompts. There we go. Some prompts to start the conversation because sometimes that's the hardest part is like, sure, I want to write a note to my teacher who's encouraged me and made science fun, but what do I say? Right. And so it's it's neat that you've kind of given them a starting point to be like, okay, well, how do you feel about this? How did they make you feel? Okay. Well, how can you encourage them with your feelings it's like well you made me feel this and you know that made my day made me smile and i love that we're putting a focus on our emotions and a focus on communicating and understanding emotions because i think whether it's our culture whether it's screens or it could be 2000 million things that you know understanding emotions really is important and you know, even like you said, growing up, it wasn't something we were kind of told to stuff our emotions (laughs) a lot, at least I was. And it's one of those, like, we've seen the negativity that comes from that. And we're not wanting that for our kids or wanting to equip them to understand their emotions and to, you know, health in a healthy way, process their emotions and move forward Mm -hmm. so they don't get stuck or stuffed. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes, I think. And yes, that's so true. And I think for helping them understand how it impacts them and it impacts those around them, whether when we have a bad attitude, it's not just us. It's, you know, those around us that are going to feel it as well.
0: Yeah, we say that um, you're often the barometer for the room. So wherever your emotions are, it's going to affect everyone else in the room, too. And so it's, it's like, do you need to go? fix your barometer in your room because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> it's a little chilly in here. <laughs> so that's really neat that you're equipping not just kids, but parents and caregivers and teachers and therapists with a tool to use to help with those conversations and to empower young kids to know that they can do positive things. They can help their world. They can be a light in the craziness that's around them for sure. So fun. Now tell us a little bit about you, Sonia. When did your writing journey begin?
1: So I would say um, it probably with the children's book writing, not till after I had kids. Um, You know, I never would have imagined myself as a writer, even growing up, um, even as a young adult, because I, I actually really struggled with writing. Um, I, it, it didn't come easy to me. It still doesn't. I I still, um, it's just God really, that's working in me and it's his words, I believe. And, um, thank, thank God, like this time, this book, I had a wonderful, um, editor, uh, uh, a believer, same with my illustrator. I have to give props to both of them. Just, uh, wonderful, um, people that I feel like prayed with me and we prayed through every word and we prayed through every picture. And just, it was just amazing. Um, But the writing journey itself, when it comes to uh, writing for children, it was after I had my kids and I thought, you know what, I want to write for them initially. And that's all it was. And uh, I thought, you know, they can keep this for themselves and for their kids and so forth. And then one day God just put it on my heart to actually share it with the world. And so that's when um, I ended up pursuing publishing um vaccines bubbles. And so that was about three years ago. So that's so long. fun. I love
0: <laughs> Yeah, not not long, but you've come so far and created <laughs> such great products and resources for kids too, which you know just shows where we are weak, God is strong and can totally push us to do his will, even if it's not something that it comes naturally to us. So I love that part of your story. Now You're not a full-time author. You have another little gig that you do on the side, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about that. So I'm a pharmacist as well. Uh, I I am blessed. I get to work from home. I do telehealth. So I get to call patients and um, I do what's called medication therapy management. Um, Most of my patients are elderly, um, which I love getting to really talk to them and kind of just be the liaison between them and their physician. So a lot of times doctors don't have the time to kind of spend and talk through each of their medicines and kind of help them. Um, and so I enjoy doing that as well. I specialize more in diabetes, hypertension, um, but yes, it's, so it's something that I love. I love getting able, being able to help in that aspect. I feel like I'm encouraging them in, in their health. And so in different ways, I know God is using me and whether, so no matter what I'm doing, I feel like that's just inside of me. He's put in, you know, I want to be an encouragement. And so that's kind of where um, this new book has come from.
0: <laughs> so fun. I love that he, uh, God, has just spurred you to be a source of or a resource and a help, both with your books and in your career as well. And I love that you're seeing him you know, how he has created you and being willing to move into that and to move into how he wants to use you in unique ways. So that's so fun. Now, Sonia, what is the most impactful book in your life other than the Bible?
1: Other than the Bible. I don't know if that's if I would be <laughs> answering that truthfully because um yeah, I, I don't know. Like when I think of because I like I kind of go back to I I vividly remember myself sitting and reading the scripture that came off the page. And that's how I wrote this book. Same with my last book. I vividly remember studying Philippians and it came off the page. And then I like, so, and then daily, just how, you know, when I'm struggling, when I'm having a hard time, I, I go back to scripture. And so when I, it's not i'm not just saying that what has impacted me and continues to impact me it really is the bible because yeah i i, I need it i mean, i'm like
0: <laughs> i i know what is it you know talks about you know give us this day our daily bread i'm like well you know i need to have god's word on my plate on my table every morning just to you know, make sure my heart is in the right place and that I am willing to work with him. So I know, I know the Bible is the most impactful book in most you know, Christian, even in Christian authors' lives. But if there was a second book that you would oh, say, I wish if I could only have two books in my world and it would be oh, the Bible gosh. and.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. I Oh, there's too many. There's too many. I feel like. Cause there's, I, I, it just depends on what mood I'm in. I'm like, Oh, there's really good parenting books. Right. And there's really good marriage books and there's really good Bible studies are, and I'm like, yeah. Um, I would say I remember, I mean, all of them are great, but, um, Priscilla Schreier, I mean, she has so many different Bible studies, um, that I, I love them all actually. But <laughs> Um, I think hearing the voice of God, I feel like that one was just, yeah. I feel like if I can sit in his presence and hear him, then I can, I can, that helps. Yeah. Me in every area, right. Of my life. So, Uh, but again, that was a
0: very powerful study for sure. I remember that one and I love Priscilla Schreier's.
1: She always just kind
0: of gets to the heart of the matter, right? (laughs) There's no fluff. It's God says, this. (laughs) We always need that person in our life. It's going to be like, uh, no, this is not the way this is going to go. I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) So fun. Well, what can we expect next from you, Sonia?
1: So I would, so my heart is to continue to add to the social emotional learning series. Um, I do have so many other also dreams and kind of things that God has placed on my heart, Um, but I want to make sure that I'm staying sensitive to his guiding. So I'm, um, kind of just praying about what he's going to have me do next specifically. But, um, but the goal is, yeah, ultimately to to add to that. And then, yeah, I, I, there's so many things I want to do. I would love to write a devotional. I would love to, um, yeah, I, yeah, there's, there's, there are many things, but I'm, I'm still, I'm praying about it right now.
0: That's a good place to be, you know, (laughs) making sure that you're aligned with what God's will is. And it's an exciting place to be, too, to have so many ideas and to be waiting for his perfect timing. So that's exciting.
1: Thank you.
0: Where can people find out more about you and your book, Sonia?
1: So they can go to my website, which is Sonia, S-O-N-I-A-E, Amin, A-M-I-N, Um, dot com. And they can also find me on Facebook or Instagram at uh, Dr. Sonia E. Amin. Um, So that's the handle for both of those as well. So, yeah.
0: So fun. I hope some of these listeners will seek you out. You always have some fun things to share with your audience and always just great information and resources. So always appreciate that. Thank you so much for being here with us, Sonia.
1: Thank you for having me. I had such a great time. I appreciate it.
0: Wonderful. And thank you for joining Sonia and me on this episode of the Bookworthy Podcast. Check out the show notes for any books or links that we discussed and let us know in the comments what's your most memorable Valentine's Day. Don't forget to hit the like and
1: subscribe button to help us discover more great books together. Happy reading.